I've been thinking a lot about the idea of mindset recently, you know, fixed mindset, growth mindset, scarcity mindset, abundance mindset, lots of different mindsets, and how our mindset affects what we can actually accomplish. Then I began to wonder, is mindset like a muscle? Do we constantly have to be practicing an abundance mindset or growth mindset? to be flexing and using that muscle to make it stronger and help us achieve our goals. Welcome to episode 107 of This Shit Works, a podcast dedicated to all things networking, relationship building, and business development. I'm your host, Julie Brown, and today we are joined by Danielle McCombs, a co-active institute-trained coach with her own life coaching practice. And today she is here to discuss how we can nurture a growth mindset within ourselves. This episode is sponsored by Nickerson, a full-service branding, marketing, PR, and communications agency with team members in Boston, Los Angeles, Miami, and New York City. Visit them at nickersoncos.com. Welcome to This Shit Works, your weekly no-nonsense guide to networking your way to more friends, more adventures, and way more success with your host, Julie Brown. Here we go. Psychologist Carol Dweck says there are two main mindsets we can navigate life with, a growth mindset or a fixed mindset, and that having a growth mindset is essential for success. Dweck's work shows the power of our most basic beliefs, whether conscious or subconscious, our beliefs about ourselves strongly affect what we want, and whether we succeed in getting it. Much of what we think we understand of our personality comes from our mindset. This both propels us and prevents us from fulfilling our potential. My guest today believes that everyone is naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. That it's the external expectations put upon us by society and others that can dim the light within us. She goes on to say that the world needs everyone to show up as their truest version of themselves. But how many of us actually do? As a coach, Danielle holds space for her clients to explore themselves and how they show up in the world. By following curiosity and intuition, she helps guide her clients to live a life with intention. Well, doesn't that sound better than just fumbling forward through life and living with the regret of what could have been? She is also the co-host of the very popular The Opposite of Small Talk podcast with her friend Christy Olinger where they explore topics about personal and professional development. Al, welcome to the podcast. Julie, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to promote your podcast because I was on your podcast and it was one of my most favorite interviews that I had been in. Um, I agree. It was a topic that was not what either of us do professionally. It was a very personal topic. And it was one topic where I felt I was able to really show myself personally. And it was really great. So anybody who wants to listen to Julie and I and Christy talk about being child-free by choice on the opposite of small talk, it was a great episode. Yeah, it really was. So first, let's give me a little background on you Mm -hmm. and your journey to becoming a professional life coach. So there's two paths to it. Um, Just to give you a background, I'm originally from New York. In 2016, I moved to San Francisco without knowing anyone. Moved there by myself, had a job offer, decided let's take this chance. And I think that's where my 
growth mindset really started because I had no choice. Um, and then I was in commercial real estate for 20 years. And last year, I think as in the last few years, as everybody had was had time for a lot of reflection mm -hmm. um, while we were all trapped in our homes. And I decided that what I was doing wasn't serving me anymore, or it wasn't my highest and best use. Um, starting the podcast had a lot to do with that. We were interviewing people. Everybody had the same story. I was in this corporate career for 20 plus years, and I'll, I was at all of the places I was supposed to be. I, I had the job title. I had the money. I had all of the things, but I wasn't fulfilled or happy. Mm -hmm. And that is how I felt. So I started working with a coach just to see what could I be doing. And in that time, in a very weird way, decided coaching was what I wanted to do. So through the podcast and then through doing my own self-discovery and my own work, I decided that everyone needs a little help being the best person that they could be. And I want to be that person to do that. How did you find your coach? Um, I was looking for him to be a guest on the opposite of small talk. Somebody had sent me a program that he did on imposter syndrome. Um, and I watched it and said, oh my God, he'd be great for the podcast. And I reached out to him and we had a talk and all of a sudden I was like, I want to sign up to work with you. And I don't know what it was. It was totally intuition. It was a gut feeling that I just followed and we started working together. It was a life-changing experience that just gave me the space to really be in who I am and who I want to be in the world. Okay. And he's finally going to be a guest on our podcast in the next couple of weeks, but it took a long time. So, so mindset is your expertise, mm -hmm. specifically growth mindset and how your clients can have a growth mindset. Can we begin by defining mindset and what it means in your practice? Yeah. So I think you hit it on the head when you originally said, is it like a muscle? Okay. It's a muscle, just like anything else in your body. You don't work out one day and all of a sudden you're fit, right? You're, you, that's not how it works. You have to work out consistently in order to see results. And it's the same thing with your mindset. So you can choose what kind of mindset you want. And so just to talk about the differences of, of mindset, you mentioned Carol Dweck, who is the mother of mindsets, I will call her. And she believed that there's two, there's a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset is very much what I have is what I can give to the world. I don't have any ability to change what it is. What I was born with is what I got. And so that can box you into places, right? There's not really room to put in effort. Growth mindset is something that you believe that your talents and abilities can be developed over time. So with, if you put in the effort, if you learn new things, if you, whatever you want to do, you can do with practice, with learning, all of those things can bring you to a new place. And you're not just what you came out of the womb with is not just what you have. What, what affects how we look at mindset? Because I think it's, it would be easy for me. I've had a few times in my life as an entrepreneur when this is like scarcity and abundance mindset mm -hmm. kind of thing, 
where I've had a few times in my journey of being an entrepreneur where I felt like I I wasn't making enough money. I didn't have as many clients. So I was taking things that weren't right for me. And so Mm -hmm. I, I didn't realize that I was looking at my business from a position of scarcity instead of waiting, being okay with waiting for abundance to come to me. Mm-hmm. And so when we look at it from growth and fixed, how does that work? Because it, it was almost like a light bulb went off in my head where I was like, oh, this is a scarcity mindset. I'm taking things because I'm afraid of not making enough money. Right. So I think that they're connected in a way. When you have a growth mindset and you know that you have the ability to learn something new, I think entrepreneurs have to have that mindset yeah. because otherwise you're not going to survive. Right. And that goes with an abundance mindset. If you also believe that the world is an abundant place and there's enough for everyone, you can learn the skills. And I think sometimes what you could fall into is if you have that fixed mindset or that scarcity mindset, you're comparing yourself to everybody else around you. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at that like, I, I can't figure this out. I'm right. not good enough. I'm not doing that. You're worrying about making mistakes. You're worrying about judgment and you just want to give up, right? But if you look at it as, oh, this is an opportunity to grow, you don't see people as competition. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that I want to say is it would be very easy for me as somebody who's starting their own business and creating this life coaching practice to look at someone like you. I know we're doing different things, but see you as competition. Well, Julie's already out there. She's got all the clients. There's no way that I could build this. (laughs) But instead, I look at you as an inspiration. Julie was able to build this business. And why can't I do it then too, right? She Mm -hmm. was able to learn how to build a successful business. I can learn how to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And so knowing that the world is an abundant place and there's enough clients for everyone, there's enough speaking engagements for everyone. Everybody has a chance. It gives you so much more power over what you're doing Mm -hmm. and gives you the ability to wait for the right thing and not just taking everything. Because then what happens, right? If you're in a scarcity mindset, and you're just taking anything that comes to you, you're not living in alignment with what you want to do. You're just doing like, I'm just going to do this talk that just, these people are not my people. And then when you're there, it feels icky. You're not in alignment with what you're doing. Whereas opposed to, if you wait for that, the one that comes that really speaks to you, these are your people. Mm -hmm. You're going to be a different person when you're there. Yes. A hundred percent. When you work with people, do you try to uncover where their fixed and or scarcity mindset, how it was created? What was the seed of that way of thinking about what is possible for them? I think you can. I don't necessarily do that. Kind of what I think of coaching is let's get to the next place where Mm -hmm. we are today. We want to move forward instead of where I think therapy is more to figure out like, (laughs) Where, why is this right? So to heal your past as opposed to moving forward. So I don't do a ton of that deep work, but I do think it's important, right? If you grew up in a household where there wasn't always a meal on the table, or it's very easy to understand Mm -hmm. that. And when you hold on really tight to something, you miss, I'm going to quote my favorite person, Dave Matthews, of when you hold on too tight to what you think is your thing, you may find you're missing all the rest Mm -hmm. and you're holding on so tight you don't know what else is out there. Mm -hmm. And so it's loosening that grip a little bit. That's so interesting. I know on your podcast, you and Christy are going to be doing a 30 day growth Growth. mindset challenge. Walk us through 
if listeners want to partake in that challenge, what are some of the things, some of the activities, some of whatever, I don't know, I haven't done it. <laughs> what are some of the things you will do over the course of 30 days? And what do you envision will be the change in people over such a short period of time? Because 30 days is not that long. Right. So it is a 30 day digital challenge that you do on your app. There's an app that you download. And every day there's different challenges. The point of the 30 days is to build up that muscle mm -hmm. and to remind you. So it's through micro learning. There is a quote every day to start your day off. We have a growth mindset oath that reminds you of being growth minded. And okay. it's something that I have to repeat to myself all the time, right? When I find myself in a position where I want to give up or say that I can't do this. I have to remind myself that I am the person who has a 30 day growth mindset challenge. <laughs> and so it's a muscle that you're constantly building because it's really easy to fall into not wanting to do that, to be in your comfortable spot. Yeah. So there's that, there's a gratitude and win list, okay. win wall, where you also, it builds community. So you're doing this with other people okay. and you can share your wins. People can comment on your wins, the things that you've done for the day, things that you're grateful for. Cause gratitude is a huge part of having a growth mindset is keeping how, how does that, how do they go hand in hand? Well, so if you are grateful for what you have and you're aware of what's around you, it makes you see the better things around you too. So mm -hmm. part of this is, is that the, at, it could be the beginning of the day, the end of the day, you're supposed to put three wins on this wall. And it will change the way you're looking through your day, right? Because mm -hmm. for me, at least what I realize is, oh, I could look at this thing in a negative way or, but I, oh, I need to write something on that wall. And so how can I change this into a positive? Mm -hmm. And so there's a part of keeping things positive and knowing that, oh, this is something I can learn. Um, and then there's also a place for what are you curious about today? Because a big part of growth mindset is curiosity. Being, okay. knowing that you don't know the answers. So ask the question, look into that. What is something that you were curious about? Is it a trip you want to take? Is it a book you want to read? And so what, just some subject you want to learn about that mm -hmm. might have nothing to do with anything in your, like pertinent in your life, but something yeah. you're just curious about to learn sure. something new. And then there's different micro learnings. There's Ted talks that we watch that are about different parts of growth mindset different coach challenges, which are Christy and I sharing our growth mindset challenge or our experience. So it's a great way. It builds community. It reminds you to do these things. It reminds you to be grateful. It reminds you to be curious. And when you remember that and you can keep that going where you're doing it for 30 days, right? Then when you wake up on day 31, you can still look for the things that are, that you're grateful for, right? Mm -hmm. Around and figure out what are you curious about? So it's building the muscle so that it's something that you will continue on because just doing it for one day doesn't make a huge impact. So how does that, how is what you're doing in this challenge going to be able to help people achieve their goals that for their business score or for their, for themselves? Mm -hmm. So I, we don't necessarily have a specific goal and this is Christy and I talk about this on the podcast all the time that we both have very different ways of setting goals where she very much has a checklist and this is the goal I have to set. And I have more of an objective and an, a place that I want to go, but this is just the way we're, we're different. Right. So I think what it does is it lets you know that whatever goal you set and however you do that, you are capable of doing that. 
Okay. Okay. You know, so it's more of a switching your mindset to, well, that looks hard. I can't do it. Or somebody else already did it into, oh, if I, if I take some time and I learn about this because I am a capable human mm-hmm. who has the ability to learn and grow, that gives you the ability to take on whatever that goal is and tackle it. You know, you said something when you were talking about the challenge, you said like you have to remind yourself that you are the person who designed a 30 day growth Mm -hmm. mindset challenge. And it made me think that I, even though I love networking and I love meeting people, there are certain days where when I walk into a room where I don't know anybody, I'm like, oh, like, and then I have to remind myself of all, like, I have to remind myself of all the tips I've given people about how do you walk into a room where you don't know anybody yeah. or how do you start conversations with strangers? And it's so funny that even like you can write the book on it and sometimes you not you be motivated. To right. do it. <laughs> you, you wrote the book on it. Um, yeah. and still, so that's, what's important to remember is that even though, and I think that's helpful for anyone, right? Because yeah to know that even the person who wrote the book on networking sometimes has that moment where you have to remind yourself to network and how important that is. And the same thing, I have to remind myself, I am a growth-minded individual, right? There are days where I just want to say, I can't do this and throw Mm -hmm. up my hands and just go back to my little cocoon. But I am a growth-minded person. And I do believe that with hard work and effort, you can do anything you put your mind to. But do you give yourself days when, so you just said, you know, there's days where I don't want to do this. And I had somebody ask me at a speech recently, well, what do I do if I'm, I, there's a networking event and I just really don't have the energy and I don't want to go. And I said, just don't go. Yeah. You know, there's a million networking events, just go to one tomorrow. So do you do that same sort of practice with yourself or with, or with your students or people you coach? Like there are okay. It's okay to have days where you're burned out and you say, I can't do this today. Absolutely. We all need to rest as well. Like Mm -hmm. we cannot be at a hundred percent all the time. And so it is important to pay attention to what you're really feeling too, right? There are certain days where, you know, you can push yourself to do it. And then there are other days where you just can't, and that is fine. So it's understanding yourself too, to know the difference. Cause I know Mm -hmm. that I have, I know that I have days where it's like, all right, just get yourself together. Let's go. Yeah. You can do this. And then there are other days where it's like, I, you know what? I can't, I can't today. And I just need to take this time for mm-hmm. me to mentally reset. And maybe it's going for a walk, binge watching Netflix, whatever it is to turn off my brain yeah. and just let it reset. That is absolutely okay. And I think that that is something that people need more of in this world yeah. is like the ability to know what you need in mm-hmm. order to be your best self. You and I, you know, we produce a lot of content, especially, you know, both having podcasts and, and running businesses. And I had a weekend a couple of weekends ago where I had so many things to do this for this podcast and I just couldn't do it. And I went to the beach and I read a book. And mm-hmm. when I was done with that, there was a part of me that was guilty. Like at the beach, I was like, should I really be drinking this margarita, reading this book on the beach? But I was so refreshed afterwards. Like my, mm-hmm. I, I had a clarity in my brain. Cause sometimes I don't know if this happens to you, but sometimes my brain feels stuffy. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I have a cold in my brain, like where it's like, there's not enough room for everything that's happening. Like it's like all yeah. stuffed up. And like, after that day, I just felt so much better because I had not given myself an opportunity to just 
go, lose myself in a book and be somewhere and listen to the ocean mm-hmm. and whatever. Yeah. I think that there's another part of that, that I have been working on is like procrastination. I've always mm-hmm. said that I'm a terrible procrastinator, all of this stuff. And I would beat myself up for the times when I wasn't doing the thing I was supposed to, right. Mm-hmm. Wasn't creating new content, wasn't working on this, wasn't sending the email, all of those things. And what I realized, and I worked on this with my coach is that in the time that I'm not doing those things, right. So if you take the day, you go to the beach, enjoy your time at the beach. This stuff is still running in the back of your brain. Yeah. You don't need to, be, you don't need to beat yourself up for not doing that thing at that moment. Yeah. And I've realized part of my process is sometimes I need to just go for a walk. I need to go sit right. at the beach for a day. The things that I'm working on are still happening in the back of my head, yeah. but it needs room to, <laughs> to kind of move around and it needs yep. room to, to, to process itself. And so it's not necessarily procrastination. It's part of your, it's part of my process of doing anything. And one thing I want to mention is, I, and I think I came to terms to this more is Brene Brown talks about this of whenever she's like writing a book. When she starts writing a book, right? She sends her husband and her kids away and she watches Law and Order for three days. Literally, like she said, Yeah, she was like, I the one time she sends them away and she's like, I'm gonna get so much done. And she was like, I literally watched Law and Order for three days. My husband came home, was like, What progress did you make? And she was like, I I I watched 48 hours of Law and Order. And she was like, But that whole time, that book is being written in the back of my head. Mm, And so that kind of made me reframe the way that I think about like beating myself up for procrastination. Or knowing the thing always gets done. It always gets done. And so just letting that be, letting that be a part of that process as opposed to a negative thing. Right. So I'm really into analytical data and studies and everybody who listens to the podcast knows. And I'm wondering if there's any way to quantify a growth mindset. So if somebody does the 30 day challenge, say they do it for 30 days, for 60 days, for 90 days, I say do it for 90 days, you know, mm-hmm. um, is there any way to quantify the change? How are people saying I changed this? Yeah. So I will say what the feedback that we have gotten from people that have gone through it. I have one, a friend of mine who did it. And every day on day 31, we've done it four times now on day 31. She's like, where is this challenge? I need it again in my life. In this time, she has left her job, started a master's program, and is starting her own business. And I won't say that it was all because she did this growth mindset challenge, but it gave Mm -hmm. her the time to think, oh, I can do this thing, right? I'm not stuck where I am. I can do this thing. So that is just one. She's like my success story that makes Mm -hmm. me so happy about she really did take this on and took it to heart. Mm -hmm. And it made her make these changes in her life over time. Mm -hmm. So I don't know that there's like a quantifiable, like I don't have a number for you, but like that story just makes me think of how you realize how different things can be just by changing your outlook. Well, I'm assuming the gratitude and win wall is a diary of things that Mm -hmm. are changing, maybe. Yeah. And it's a way that... the community that we build around this too, which I think is really important. And is my favorite part of it, just because that's the thing I love to do is build community. So it gives you when you're having a day of like, I can't do this. You know, you see other people saying like, sometimes it's like, I went for a walk with my dog Mm -hmm. at lunch, right. Or whatever it is, it could be the simplest thing. And so it's also like realizing like simple things can be big things. Mm -hmm. And so giving yourself the space to do that, 
And then maybe it sparks in somebody else like, oh, I saw that you went for a walk with your dog. You know what? That's a great idea. Let me get out of the house or whatever yeah. it is. And, and then it, cheering other people on when they're doing something great is, yeah. is a great part of that. And so also part of this is it's also gamified. Mm-hmm. So you get points for all of the things that you do. Okay. Which is very interesting. Some people don't care about the points. They're like, I'm just going to do the thing. And other mm-hmm. people are very into the points. And it's a very interesting way to like, just a different side of people mm-hmm. um, of who's really into these points and wants to win yeah. and who other, you know, but I think you get the benefits either way. So when you said cheering people on, I, in my mind, as you were talking, I was coming up with a question about where does congratulating yourself fit into this? I was once told by a psychic that <laughs> I do not ever take time to appreciate what I've accomplished. She said, and she drew a staircase and she said, every time you go up and you accomplish something, you don't take any time to sit on the stoop and look at what you've done. She goes, you just jump to the next, Mm -hmm. trying to climb the next step. It was a very good visual. And it rang true because like I wrote my book and I was like, great. Now I'll start a podcast. Great. Now I'll do that. And I've never looked back and said, oh, that was a lot of work. So in your process of the growth mindset, where does congratulating yourself or patting your back yourself on the back come in? Um, I think it's part of that wall, right? Is showing Mm -hmm. every day. Here's what I did. Here's something that I did that I'm proud of, or something that I did that just made my day better, whatever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely a place for that. And I think the place of like, what are you curious about kind of moves you into what is the next thing? But I do, I think, and maybe it's not a part of this challenge. I do think it's very important for everyone to acknowledge what you accomplished. Yeah. Take time, let that sink in because then that energizes you for the next thing too. Yeah. Not just check that box. Let's go, but be really appreciative. And I think to give yourself the credit, no, nobody does that enough. Nobody yeah. gives themselves the credit enough for all of the things that you do. Right. And so I think just even outside of growth minds, outside of anything, everyone should take a moment and it could be in a gratitude journal. It could just be at night before you go to bed. It could be in the morning when you wake up, whatever it is, take a step back every now and then and look at the things you've accomplished. And I actually been using this with my clients a lot is there's a commencement speech for Stanford university that Steve jobs did. I don't know how many years ago and where he talks about connecting the dots, Mm -hmm. but you can't connect the dots going forward. You can only connect the dots going backwards. Right. And I found this helpful for myself. I've shared this with clients of take a minute and look back of how far you've come and what the things that you've done that led you here and know that in this moment, this is a dot. You don't know what it's going to mean going when you look back a month, a year, 10 years from now, you don't know what this dot is going to be, but know that it's important. It's something and embrace that as opposed to trying to get to the next dot. Right. That's great advice. So if people are interested in this couple of things, if people are interested in the 30 day mindset challenge, where can they find that? How can they participate in that with you and Christy? Yeah. So if you go to the opposite of smalltalk.com, there should be a wait list there that will put you on. And then as soon as we're going to be doing one in September, Mm -hmm. so we will put you on that list and we'll let you know when registration opens. Okay. And yeah. So that's the best way to find out about that. Um, and so if people are interested in working with you as a life coach, how will, how would they find you? If you go to daniellemacombs.com, my website is up. You can book 
a free session with me to learn about coaching and find out if we would be a fit to work together. And I'm so excited about this venture. And it has been just amazing to get to work with people in this capacity. Mm -hmm. And I will say that I feel more aligned with what I've been doing in my life than I ever have. And so I want to share that with people. And so if anybody, if you're feeling stuck in any way, if you're feeling like you just need someone to be your cheerleader, to work Mm -hmm. through wherever you are and to get to the next spot, I would love to, to do that with you. You know, let me tell you a story about, because what you just said made me so happy about I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Yesterday I was giving a keynote and there was a woman in the, in the audience who I've known for years and years and years. And she said to me, Julie, do you remember when we had lunch together? Like, I don't know, 10 years ago, 10 years ago, 10 years ago, she goes, you just looked at me and you said, don't you think there's something more like we should be doing something more And I don't even remember having this conversation with her, but we both did business development in-house BD. And she looked at me and she goes, and now you're doing it. She's like, you said there's got to be something more and then you Mm -hmm. made it happen. And I don't even remember that. So sometimes our things that we do, other people notice them and we don't even notice them. Mm -hmm. And, And we inspire people without even knowing. Yeah, absolutely. And I will say that's when I started working with my coach last year was I was in a place where we had started the podcast. I was in a job that I was, it was supposed to be my dream job Mm -hmm. and it wasn't. And it really just made me say like, there has to be something more and being able to do the self-discovery work to figure out what is more has been so empowering. And the feeling of alignment is amazing. And I will also just, I want to throw this in. I remember having a conversation with one of my friends, but like probably a year or so before I moved to San Francisco we're the two of us, we were living in Manhattan. We were having great lives. We were at the beach for the summer. And the two of us just looked at each other and said, I'm bored. <laughs> and I think that that is also a sign yeah. that there is something more out there. Yeah. And at the time, I never could have imagined where I am right now. Yep. But I knew that this couldn't be it. So yeah. I, I also just implore people when you have that feeling of, Yes. I'm stuck where I am. There's no other choice. There always Always. is. And to do the work to find out what it is and have someone help you do that because it's not easy to do on your own either. Yeah. Um, That's where coaching comes in. Anybody who's listening saying, is is this my life? Is there something more? And you don't even know what that is. Who cares that you don't know what it is? Like Danielle said, do the work. Take that growth mindset challenge. Do the work. If that is in your brain right now, it's something your heart wants. So- Danielle, thanks so much for being here. Julie, thank you for having me. This was such an amazing conversation. The definition of mindset is a mental attitude or inclination. And the first known use of the term was in 1909. So in terms of the history of the universe, it's a relatively new concept, which may be why we need help uncovering it, flexing it, and putting it to good use. I want to go back to Carol Dweck's statement that our beliefs about ourselves strongly affect what we want and whether we succeed in getting it. And if you ask me, our beliefs about ourselves are too often shaped by the beliefs others have in us and our abilities. So why wouldn't we take the time to do the work to discover what our own beliefs about ourselves are when we wipe the slate clean of what others have told us we are supposed to do and allowed to become? 
I love a 30-day challenge. It's a nice bite-sized piece of time, easy to commit to, and yet long enough to make a difference. So I encourage you to think about taking on this challenge to see what kind of mindset shifts you can experience. And because this is a networking podcast and maybe you need a mindset shift regarding networking, I want to let you know that yes, Danielle is my friend, but we have never met in person. She lives in California and I live in Massachusetts. And we met when I was the keynote speaker and then moderator for an online event. She reached out to me afterwards and we have been friends ever since. And we will finally get to meet in person when we are both in Chicago in September for a conference that I am facilitating an entrepreneurial roundtable for. And I'm so excited. I just wanted to throw that in there in case any of you were wondering about the ability to network and build friends online. Okay. Now for the drink of the week, we are going back to wine. It's been a real long time since I featured a wine on the podcast, and this one just fits so perfectly. Hey listeners, it's Danielle. Before we get to the drink of the week, I wanted to pop back in and let you know that the Growth Mindset Challenge has been rebranded to the Choose Your Life Challenge. It's the same 30-day group experience that you can easily access on your phone or desktop that I talked about in this episode. It includes a combination of live sessions, video content, and digital social interaction. It's designed to help you learn and grow using proven neurological techniques like positive psychology and social learning so that you're more likely to retain and use what you've learned long after the challenge is over. I have an exclusive offer for listeners of This Shit Works. Go to theoppositeofsmalltalk.com forward slash challenge and use the promo code CHALLENGE6 for 20% off of the registration fee for our next challenge starting Monday, September 12th. That's the opposite of smalltalk.com forward slash challenge. And the promo code is challenge six for 20% off. I hope to see you in the challenge. Now let's pop back to Julie to tell us all about that wine. This wine is 98% Petite Syrah and 2% Syrah out of Paso Robles, which is one of my most favorite wine regions. The wine is produced by Outcast and is called, <laughs> wait for it, The Mindset. Yay, so good. It goes so good. I'll put a link to this wine in the show notes for you. All right, friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. And until next week, cheers. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a tip. And remember, you can unapologetically be who you authentically are and still be wildly successful. That's a fact. See you next week on This Shit Works.